from JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. And we stood up to them. We, we took that 1,000-point fall and we went, what the... We did. We did. The New Zealand market remarkably resilient. So we're, sort of, we're still digesting the, the big market sell-off in the US on Friday night. And if we get a chance this week, we might dive into the question of whether Jerome Powell is the new Paul Volcker, and we might have a wee wander down the economic history uh, of the US. But yeah, how resilient is the New Zealand share market? And I just want to dwell on this briefly. So the New Zealand share market has got a reputation for being quite sort of defensive. It doesn't display the volatility we see in other markets. And of course, the downside to that is that we, or the NZX, sometimes doesn't participate in those the frothy upswings that you see in markets like the NASDAQ. But uh, this defensive nature can be very welcome after a day like Friday. So the US market fell heavily after Jerome Powell took a sort of a firm stand in that short, sharp, punchy speech aimed at quelling any thoughts the Fed was going to go soft on inflation. Uh, but locally, yeah, those 3% falls that we saw on Friday in the US, they were nowhere to be seen. We were down 0.87%. So not exactly streamers and champagne outcome, but significantly less than the, the US moves. And uh, we're still just in positive territory for the month, actually, and uh, probably only half the loss that we saw in the Aussie market. So yes, uh, a sort of a, a good, a good outcome. And what about A2 milk, given all the headlines? Did we like it in the end? Uh, yeah, we did. So uh, that we covered a couple of uh, companies recently. We've chatted about a couple of companies recently. They both reported yesterday. We'll start with A2 Milk. So the bigger picture, Mike, for A2 Milk is the loss due to the pandemic of that Daigu market. You know, the personal shoppers who ran around, bought stuff and sent it back to back to China. But um, and So they've sort of lost that market because of the effect of the pandemic. Uh, they've also got slowing demand in their key market in China, and they've got that falling birth rate there. Now, they released their annual result yesterday. Uh, and we've got a fairly heavily used adjective this reporting season, solid. It was a solid result, but maybe let's dial it up and call it robust, shall we? Uh, but there's always lots of detail in the A2 results as well. So revenue slightly higher than expected, growth of just under 20%, 19.8 actually, to 1.4 billion. In China, they have English label and Chinese label products. Sales of those up 12.2%, 11.6%. Uh, respectively. Uh, liquid milk sales up in Australia, New Zealand, USA as well. Net profit after tax, 123 million ahead of consensus expectations. Just looking back sort of in recent history, they had a bit of a problem with inventory management. Uh, that's been addressed. Growth strategy in China going well. But I think the market really likes the outlook guidance. Markets are by their very nature, Mike, forward looking. The outlook is positive. Companies expecting high single-digit revenue growth in uh, FY23 or in the next financial year. Uh, you've got earnings improvement expected, margin improvement, albeit modest, but it's there. And I think that was the key to the enthusiastic share price response yesterday, up 53 cents, 9.69%, so very perky in what was you know, generally a down day for the market. And what about Vista? Vista, well, we talked about that the other day as well. They uh, released their half-year results yesterday. So NZEC-listed company provides software services into the global cinema industry. We talked about the little issue they had with a large client, Cineworld. It had too much debt. The weight of that debt had become unbearable because no to be going to the movies for the last two years. Um, so Cineworld, that, now Vista yesterday reiterated that the cinemas themselves that Cineworld operates would keep operating. They'll just be taken over by another operator. Uh, half-year results... Um, the reason for optimism ahead, they upgraded their full-year guidance. That's driven by a swag of blockbuster movies coming in. Production companies are back up and running. Mike, I've got a soft spot for the movies because I paid my way through uni 
working at the beautiful Civic Theatre, the Amalgamated Theatre. So I love a good blockbuster. There's plenty of them coming. Cinema industry showing a strong recovery post-pandemic. Love it. Avatar coming. Avatar 2 in December. Can't wait. Yeah, but Vista, going good. Good stuff. What are the numbers? Dow Jones. Actually, so the market, the Dow Jones was initially off again, but it sort of has bounced back. Now it's just weakening off a little bit again. At the moment, the Dow's at 32,192. It's down 92 points. It was briefly in positive territory. It's down 0.3%. The S&P 500, uh, 4053, it's down 0.1%. And the NASDAQ down 0.67%, 12,060. Uh, overnight, the FTSE 7427, down 52 uh, the Nikkei 27878, they lost 2.66%. Uh, so that was catching up after Friday night's sell-off. The Shanghai Composite actually gained small, 3240. Uh, the Australasian markets were weaker. 6965 was the close in the ASX 200, down 1.95%. And as I said, the NZX 50 lost 0.87%, 11,506. On the currencies, Kiwi dollar 0.6159 against the US, 0.8914 against the Aussie. And as I said, that's uh, weakening off. We haven't seen it under 90 cents much for about the last eight years. Uh, Euro 0.6153, against the pound, 85.43 Japanese yen, gold $1,739.22. Now Brent crude is up, Mike, $104.68. Now that's not good when you've got the environment of a weakening New Zealand dollar. Correct. All right, mate. See you tomorrow. Appreciate it. Andrew Kelleher, jmiwealth.co.nz.